0: Hi Kirby. Hi Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Angeles. Welcome Glam We hope you stay a while. Thank you.
1: What a week. What a week.
0: <laughs> Exhausting.
1: But so fun. I'm exhausted. So fun. So fun. Congratulations to Hailey Bieber for like completely selling out. What's what's hilarious is she actually did completely sell out, not like fixed. it wasn't like a, a quote, a drop like we're going to only release 50 50 products. Correct. I was asking the team about that cuz they were like no, we like legit don't have stock. And I was like, what is... Because they were like, we didn't fake sell like, out. How quickly are they going to be <laughs> able
0: to restock?
1: I don't know. I mean, I hope, I hope soon. Um, because people like, are chomping at a, the bit. I'm
0: going to need a refill.
1: Well, lucky for me, I have them. So, I'm pretty psyched about that. <laughs> I'm like going through
0: my my peptide lip so quickly though. I mean, I have... I'm just, okay. I'm, uh, it's going to be okay.
1: You're going to be fine. I, I've been using my lab samples. I used my lab samples for the party and I mixed the Dior liquid highlighter, Dior backstage liquid highlighter with the uh, glazing fluid. And let me tell you, it slapped. It was so such a good smart. combo. So Loving. smart.
0: No, honestly, I have been doing Haley's trick of the like lip liner or like lip crayon and then the peptide lip on
1: top. And it's my favorite. It's gorge. Anyways, if y'all uh, haven't listened to that episode, I definitely think you should. I think you're going to come away with a newfound love of the Beba. The Beba. Kirby's new bestie. It was one of the
0: most shared episodes. I, I ha- did not even realize that that was an icon that existed on Spotify episodes.
1: Oh, I know because literally it's every time Emma Chamberlain posts a oh podcast episode. It's always most shared. So... We, what an we honor. Honored. Freaking. What an honor. Honored. And the part about her getting high and eating pizza toast is like rampant on Twitter. Who knew? Way to go, Sarah. That was Thank a Sarah you. Tan question. <laughs> I had no idea I, what she was talking about when she brought it up. I was like, I go didn't for it.
0: ask thinking that she would give us that amazing answer. I sincerely wanted to know the origin story of the pizza toast. So I'm just grateful that everyone enjoyed the answer as much as Kirby and I did.
1: (laughs) Hashtag blessed. Okay. Y'all we actually Haley amazing guest, probably one of our favorite interviews. We have another amazing guest. Okay. And if you follow the Instagram, we said when we were teasing about Haley, that we could have a guest or two. That's pretty awesome. Okay. There's clues in that. And that interview is happening on Friday. (laughs) I like almost can't believe. Yeah, I'm like, well, how did this? And like, where do we, where do we go from here? Planetary. I don't know what the
0: alignment is currently. I mean. It's because the planets were in alignment. Yeah.
1: Okay. For the first time in like 18 years or some shit like that. Well, can that keep happening? I'm sick and tired of working hard. I just want it to align (laughs) and I want it to be easy. And it, it was like so easy for this to happen that I'm just like, this is completely bonkers but anyways the interview on Friday I think y'all are also going to enjoy it's what should how should we tease this we have talked about this brand founder and their brand at length it's a good one it's a real real, don't miss it it's so good it's so good do not miss it um
0: I also feel like we haven't done this in a while where we've done a call out asking who you guys want to hear on the pod?
1: Oh, right. I would I feel love like to it's know. Time
0: we need. I would to do love a to know. Ch- check in with our glams. Who do you want us to interview? Maybe people who aren't even on our radar, or like what topics you want us to talk about?
1: Yes, I constantly get told y'all want Caroline Hirons. I love Caroline. Go comment on <laughs> her Instagram. Like I- I've I've <gasps> met Caroline. We know each other. Would love to have her on the pod. I think she's an incredibly busy woman, and and perhaps y'all can make some suggestions in the comment section. Like, please go on Los Angeles Pod. We'd love to have you on Los Angeles Pod. You know
0: who else y'all should be doing that to is Jennifer Aniston because I really think that that needs to happen. <laughs> what? Go on to Lululemon oh Instagram.
1: <laughs> We're like Lululemon or Vital Protein. Jen. Maybe both. God, I I fucking love Jennifer Aniston. I love her so much. I just think it would be a great
0: time. And obviously you hosted that panel and hung out with her and I've gone to interview her and both were like, I just think she would be great. She would be great. Like right here, I'm like hovering over my
1: shoulder as our third co-host. Okay. So putting that out there. Please do that in person. Okay. Yeah. So let us know. Uh, reach the hotline, <laughs> text the hotline, let us know who you want to hear from. I'm curious, because sometimes the re- the requests we get, I'm like, huh, I would have completely written that person totally. off. Like, no offense, but sometimes I'm just like, I don't think this person really has a perspective that people care about, and then I'm like, oh, I guess they do. Well, let's also, get them on. And also,
0: you guys, too, like, people who aren't even in beauty, just
1: anyone. So Ce- yeah. you're curious Celebrities. about. Celebrities. Yeah
0: musician, you know.
1: Wait, can I tell you what my pitch was to Sarah when I initially started this podcast? Yeah. I'm going to tell you all. Okay. When we first were thinking about doing this podcast, when it was like reporting for beauty. Three years ago. Yeah, Yep. Almost three years ago. I told her that I didn't want it just to be beauty, LOL. I wanted it to be like a the intersection of like entertainment and pop culture where essentially publicists in the entertainment realm could bring their clients to promote their big project without it having to be like so tell us about the rigorous work that went into this action sequence or like how did you lose all that weight to be a marvel movie star and instead being like she- and y'all are gonna lol but it's literally like chris pratt i was just gonna,
0: yeah chris if you go back to the
1: Early aughts, episodes, I wanted Chris Pratt. I wanted Chris Pratt to come. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. I wanted like basically any Chris. The the the, any Chris. the top Chris is Chris Jenner. Even like
0: Chris Jenner. I will say at least we got one Avenger.
1: We got an Avenger. We got Scar ScarJo, but like at the time it was like I wanted it to be out of the box. I didn't want it no, to be totally. like this inherently beauty thing. I wanted when Chris Pratt was promoting jurassic world or guardians of the galaxy literally one of my favorite movies of all time guardians of the galaxy he would come on and we would just like shoot the shit with him and talk to him about like his like upbringing and then like get into beauty i'm like i want to know the man beauty secrets like surely he wears makeup but also like is he getting like facials i want to know tell me does he get bro talks
0: right or like miles teller
1: miles teller a moment tell me about the mustache miles tell me about yes. the mustache. So like that was the original vibe of Los Angeles. It clearly did not go that direction, but now I feel it's kind of veering in that way. No.
0: We, you know, it was we had to build. We had to build a foundation of guests that were in our network. We want we needed to do what we knew, you know? And we had so, we had Laverne Cox very early on. That was great. She
1: was our first celebrity guest.
0: That was a really really amazing guest. I think we just we're, I think it's going to happen from here on out.
1: So, anyways. If you're a publicist please. and you need a vehicle for your client to not be bored to death, we'll make it fun. Please come on this podcast. We will make it fun. And Sarah will wear her hair like alfalfa, like she currently is sporting right now. <laughs> she literally has a, a piece hair. of hair sticking straight up out of I her. Ju- head. <laughs> it's <laughs> you look giving lighted. Zoe. It's, it's giving Zoe's like, giving two Dear of hair. Darla. <laughs> okay,
0: should we get into wife? Yes, please. What has been, is currently on your face, Kirby Jones? Okay, guess
1: what? I'm giving you a super wife. I'm giving you a super wife because... What does that mean? What it means is that I was trying to pick one product, and I do have one in mind, but I'm probably going to save it for a different wife where I can just talk about it solo. But I was realizing that after having tried skin, that I went back to some of my tried and trues. And I kind of think it's important to reiterate to you guys that, like, we do go back to pro- – like, we don't just talk oh. about a product and then it's done. Like, we no. – There are these products that we continuously love, continuously support, and keep wearing. And I'm looking at my skincare right now, and it's, like, very much like, this is Kirby. This is the Kirby totally. special. Okay? So um, – and, and actually one of these products is new and we okay. talked about it recently and we've been asking and people have been asking if we have tried it and liked it. So the first product I just want to shout out is the Bow Grow Elixir. I use it religiously. Like hmm. I drink it. Are you you almost done with it? Daily. Yeah. Like it's getting bad. Like I need to stop using it as much as no, I No, it's not bad, Kirby. You need to be drinking more water. This is great news. I actually do. I actually do. Cheers. Cheers to my. Cheers. Turmeric uh low cortisol elixir that I'm drinking right wow. now. I know. Oh my god, cheers. Who am Good I? I don't even know this woman. L- literally. I was really wanting a iced coffee, but instead I went for this. And I homemade this. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. you. <laughs> I'm just trying to get on Saratan's level. Okay, so the Bogro Elixir, y'all, it is legit. And I mean Maybe it's because I've been keeping up with my skincare routine, but, like, I truly do feel like it's, like, making a difference in my life. There are the clinicals. True. There are clinicals to back it up. True. And, like, the third-party clinicals.
0: Yes, third-party clinicals. Not, not, not just the, you know. I'll tell you. Not just the, let me give, my, give 20 of my girlfriends. <laughs>
1: yes. And then see what happens. So, Bogro, Elixir, I stan. I also love the moisturizer. I'm not using it as regularly, but I do really like it. Next. Let's get into my cleansers. Y'all already knew. Fresh soy face cleanser. I'm back. I, I I I don't know if you guys care if when we talk about like being on PR or not, but like I buy fresh soy face cleanser. Yeah. Like I No,
0: Kirby Kirby has spent many, many dollars on fresh. Soy cleanser, and like
1: the Fresh team, like saw that I was buying it, and they were like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" Like, no, but truly, and I'm, I was like, because I am obsessed. Like, you guys don't understand. I need it on my person at all times. So, I'm on my fresh soy face cleanser always, and yeah, I have the regular size, I have the jumbo size, I have like this kind of jumbo size, I have the minis, I have them all. They're yeah. with me always. Okay, okay, okay. but I first cleanse my skin with the oat cleansing balm from the Inky List y'all it's $10 I have talked about this product I think like our first year of Los Angeles I talked about how much yeah. I love this it's the oat oh, I like the way it smells it breaks up all my makeup and I feel like it gives me a really nice clean canvas to go in with this fresh soy face cleanser and the soy face cleanser really does get rid of all my eye makeup without like burning my eyes to a crisp I I miss using cleansing balms oh your eyelashes my yeah. eyelashes it's hard it's real hard this is a product I have not spoken about on the pod, um, and actually not product, but like a brand. It's called Skin Better, and you have to purchase it through like an esthetician or someone that sells it. It's not an MLM, um, and I don't want to call it medical grade skincare because like that's not a real thing. the The ingredients are not better because they're because they're sold by like a specific person. It's just that. They choose to be they're not in like an ulta or a sephora or something like that like you have to go so i get mine through the la facialist candace marino she actually turned me on to this brand i love their sunscreen compact it i like would you will use it as foundation maybe i have talked about that product love that product but they have i a think product, that sounds familiar yeah they have a product called the alto defense serum y'all it's expensive as hell it's 160 dollars, but it's a good amount of product. And I use it not only because it's like my antioxidant protection during the day, but it also helps with hyperpigmentation and melasma and as well as redness. So I just feel like I put that on and it's like a good slate for me to go in with my other products. For my moisturizer, I'll go in with Rode these days. I have or, been also using Rode during the day. Or Instant Angel from Skin also a good one because it's like it's not triple lipid from SkinCeuticals but like Joyce one of the founders did the patent for that so it's like a lightweight version of that Mm -hmm. and I said this on a different podcast that we were not able to publish because the audio fucked up but But... Sarah no Sarah's heard this before (laughs) that's the only reason why I'm caveating it (laughs) you've already heard this Sarah but I think that I actually have dry skin no this is huge news this is a development we need to talk about this more Melissa Herkman my makeup artist told me when she was doing my makeup for Haley's party girl I I know you think you have oily skin I think you're actually dry I think your skin is like screaming for hydration and you will not give it to it And, and I'm just like is this for real and she, she, and she mentioned my forehead specifically, and I'm like, you know what? You're so right. Like, my forehead is screaming for moisture. And so I've been really, like... You look very hydrated. Thank you. When I tell you I'm literally, like, putting a gob of yeah. moisturizer on my palm and just rubbing it and rubbing it until it's, like, completely in my skin, like, I am going so hardcore with my moisturizer, and, like, I'm learning that other people, like, that's just normal for them. No, and that's for me... Like- that's this is, normal. like, too gonna, much.
0: I was going to say, that's usually my method because anything that's, like, left over, I'll just take down to my chest and then my yep. hands. Yes. But always a glob. But that's because I knowingly, I'm, like, I'm dry.
1: Yeah, well. I'm so
0: surprised that, like, Dr. Sam has never mentioned that to you.
1: Well, also, like, Renee Rouleau tells me that I have, like, oily combination skin. But I'm, I'm starting to think maybe if I, like, just try to treat it like it's dry it might change things I'm all about change these days so I'm like just gonna see what happens but Melissa's like girl I'm convinced you're dry like I don't care what anybody else else says
0: and we also know that our skin changes totally you know hormones affect it obviously age and as we get older our skin gets more dry so it could be that you know when you first got diagnosed (laughs) quote-unquote With Renee, like you were more oily combination. Totally.
1: And I might just be combination, like because I only really yeah. get oily in my forehead in the and zone. the T Yeah, it's the T zone. Everywhere else I could stand to like be more plump and hydrated. So, anyways, um, going like real hard with road and dew skin. Then for my sunscreen, is in tree. Is in tree. The hyaluronic acid. Oh my god, it's so good. The hyaluronic acid SPF, it's just freaking delightful buy it buy it on Stalvana. i think we have it on our shopper shelf and we have a code that you can use too for like 10 percent off also though i am like mixing it up between that and summer fridays the shade drops obvi love both love both somebody did send me a dm of a girl who like her face was completely red from applying the summer fridays and it It reminded me so much of what happened with the jet lag mask at one point where like people were like, is my skin supposed to burn after using this? And I was like, hell no. And then a couple weeks later, Summer Fridays was like there was an issue when we were like making it and they had to like take it off the shelves or whatever. One girl was like, please... Tell summer Fridays, like I, I, there was like multiple reported cases of this. I don't know (gasps) if y'all are experiencing this with that. Please like let summer Fridays team know I personally have not had any problems.
0: Yeah. I haven't, but,
1: um, that would be really sad if that happened. But like, I freaking love it. Interesting. And then lastly, just some treatments that I'm using throughout the week. Not every night. Um, I'm still using my droplet. Mm -hmm. I'm using the collagen capsules and there's a new capsule that's launching soon that I've been using and loving. Um, I'm using my Tretinoin prescription from Dr. Sam. I think it's .05. Uh, I'm still using my Dr. Dennis Gross Alpha Beta pads. Freaking love them. Religiously use them and take them all the way down to my chest. And then like if I feel like I'm super congested, I will use the Pharmacy Deep Sweep. It's a BHA toner. And I feel like it's gentle enough, but like gets rid of all of my blackheads and just like makes my skin look really glowy. To end this super wife there is a new product and this kind of gets into a news section oh I see do you see this I segue see okay. do you see what the
0: segue is yeah. Okay. I, I I, switched it but I see what you're doing so you can okay me.
1: Segwaying into news it is time for the skin final verdict skin by Kim okay um, I think the last time I brought this up, I mentioned like all my qualms mm-hmm. and I don't want to go into all the qualms. I'll just put it like this. I do not think this outer packaging is necessary. I think it's excessive. I think it's large and I think it's greenwashing with this refillable stuff. If you're going to buy anything today, June 21st, I would literally see if you can buy, cause I don't even know. I don't know what the website looks like, but if you can buy the individual just the replacements, re- yeah. Just the refills, yeah, yep. Um, you had a question. It looked like
0: I was gonna say even like the packaging
1: outside of the packaging, it's excessive. But that's like the only packaging that's actually recyclable. Oh, (laughs) because the outer like so the packaging it comes in that you open up and then you are like the products revealed. That stuff is like actually recyclable, but and like compostable, compostable, yeah. But the outer packaging of, like, the cleanser and, you know, like, the ball and cylinder and sphere shapes, all of those things, that stuff is not recyclable. Right. But it's meant to be, like, refillable. But you have to refill something at least 50 times for it to even make a
0: difference. I mean, and this is not just, like, skin is not the only brand that is guilty of this. No, no, no. There's, like, a million brands right now who are doing this and a whole
1: nother conversation that needs to be had. Totally. I don't think this brand has a clear direction. I think brands like Road and Selena's Rare like have a very clear point of differentiation. Um, you know, Road is barrier restoring, mm-hmm. nourishing, good for sensitive skin. It takes the Haley of it all out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Even though her name's that in there, she takes herself out of it. I also think, I just want to add, I feel like Road.
0: And Haley knew who their audience was yes I agree like it was clear
1: yes and and similar to um like rare and Fenty like Fenty was filling like there was a solution to a problem right mm-hmm. so they initially launched with all of those shades of foundation and then they're like experimenting with colors that are not normally seen like oranges and purples for the cheeks and stuff like that like mm-hmm. they know their audience as well so for me like knowing Kim and how she knows her audience with skims. This just feels like it doesn't hit the same mark for me personally. Everyone who asks
0: me about skin has asked me like, well, who is it for? Like everyone's like a
1: little confused. Because of the price point, which is prestige. It's a pr- it's priced at a prestige point. If she- I wish that she would have been like, this is for mature skin. Yeah. Straight up. Like it's supposed to help with lines and wrinkles. It's supposed to help with texture, all of that stuff. But it's very confusing. So, do I think you need anything from skin? No. Is there a product that I am consistently using day after day? Yes. It's the eye cream. I'm actually shook. I didn't think I would give a crap about this eye cream. I
0: I don't even know you. I know who is this woman? Dry
1: skin eye cream using. I know. So brunette. The, the skin eye cream, here's the deal, y'all. It's, it's still expensive. Even if you just bought the refill, the refill's $64. And the, if you buy it with the packaging, it's $75. Um, and it's only 0.5 fluid ounces. So it's really not a lot of product. And again, you're not supposed to use that much. I do love it. I love the way it helps smooth under my eye. I love the way it feels. It's lightweight, so it's great for underneath makeup and sunscreen. But at night, too, it really does nourish that area. It says that it's like supposed to, quote-unquote, preserve elasticity while reducing puffiness and fine lines. Um, and it has, um, you know, hyaluronic acid and peptides, and we love peptides. But when I asked the brand for clinicals, they sent over consumer perception studies. Like 90% of people said their skin looked yeah. more hydrated or whatever. And that's fine. Um, but not Kim is also rich. <laughs> so is Cody. So they could have afforded... I, I mean, maybe they just didn't send these to me and they're available on the website somewhere. Um, but I, you know... I just want to say, like, because I didn't have that information at the time that this is going to go live, I I really, if they didn't do third-party studies on the efficacy of these products, why? Why not? Like, that's that's what I want to know. Um, I will stick to what I said earlier. I do still love the moisturizer. I think it's a good moisturizer. I don't use it religiously, but I do use it still. And I still really like the exfoliating scrub. I will tell you this, Sarah, the vitamin C and the oils. Not for you. For what you're paying for those, they do not feel prestige. They do not feel luxe. They are extremely watery. Um, I do not, I didn't see literally any difference with my skin using those products. So that's my verdict. If you're going to pick something up, maybe try the three I mentioned. I have to add, and this is not really
0: like a good endorsement, but I... I, I really liked the cleanser. <laughs> you did. I did, but it's not. It's like a you know. It's not like it blew me away or anything. I just liked how it smelled and I like how it felt. Like I'm not going to spend a ton of money on my cleansers, but I liked it. So I'm just going. I'm just going to say that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Like I it was, can see it that. Was a, it
0: was I, a, a solid cleanser smelled nice.
1: It was a lot of product too. It's like one of the bigger products. Yeah. Available. And
0: yeah. I I think when I got the facial with Joanna. She had mentioned that Kim wanted to sort of pay tribute to her Armenian heritage and Rose is like a really, you know, big part of the culture and that was, you know, used in the cleanser. And I was like, oh, I liked that story. I'm sad that that wasn't like told, uh, <laughs> you know, in in the marketing of it all.
1: Like even even just like going hard on Armenian our, our homage I know, would be I know. an interesting angle in my humble the psoriasis
0: opinion. the armenia like there was a lot of angles um but we'll see
1: skimberly i still love
0: you I'm i gonna mean be honest. Kirby i hit, still love the skin skins. i was like the i'm literally wearing of it all. i mean kirby's wearing the skin at this moment as we speak
1: yes so i like but you know when you love someone you give them like tough love tough love no like. that is what no we are gonna we are gonna give our honest I'm not just like blindly endorsing celebrity no,
0: that's not what we're here to everything. do okay that's and that's we've exactly never done that we, we were always critical of kkw beauty True. we would love to have yep. her on <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm just gonna end with that. Gonna that so we can talk to her what do you think <laughs> we should do to- skimberly <laughs> this news
0: is insane oh my gosh I completely out of left field for me, maybe people working in the industry like, oh, yeah, but okay. so Revlon has officially filed for bankruptcy. Revlon has been around for 90 years, y'all, which is crazy because it's like, yeah, like all of our lives, Revlon has been around, Uh, but they voluntarily petitioned for reorganization under Chapter 11 in the U.S. bankruptcy court for the Southern District of New York. That's a very official statement. Um, yep. And they cited you know, issues that many companies outside of beauty, in beauty, have been facing. Um, supply chain issues, inflation issues. And I think, obviously, it's really difficult for legacy brands like Revlon to continue to stay relevant in the beauty space right now um, with so many so many brands. Because I get like how many brand beauty brands do you do you think that you can even count how
1: many beauty brands no. exist? No, it's impossible. No. It's impossible. Because yeah, you could point. Ne- connect it just so many different brands. Like you would start with one brand and be like, oh but then there's this one and then this one yeah. that one and this one.
0: So Deborah Perelman, who's Revlon's president and chief executive officer, said in a statement Today's filing will allow Revlon to offer our consumers the iconic products we have delivered for decades while providing a clearer path for our future growth. Consumer demand for our products remains strong. Okay. People love our brands and we continue to have a healthy market position, but our challenging capital structure has limited our ability to navigate macroeconomic issues in order to meet this demand.
1: Thoughts? So Perelman. Yes. So is she related to Ronald Perelman who is the man that owns Revlon because here's the deal with that man
0: Let our friend Stephen
1: Co, who goes by kind of Stephen on Instagram when I was posting about all of that he was like I honestly think it's the owner making dumb decisions and I was like please tell me more and he sent me this SEC SEC file that you can find online. It's sec.gov. It's the archives. And he said that Revlon almost tripled profit from 2021 to 2022. Okay. But that still didn't put them in the green because this man, Ron Perelman, literally there's a story from 2022, this year in January, called The Debt King. And... He just keeps acquiring debt. Like, I guess his strategy is wild. So Revlon acquired Elizabeth Arden, I believe, in 2016. It was for $1.034 billion. What? And it was financed largely with loans, okay? And that put them in $3 billion debt to acquire Elizabeth Arden. Um... And you're just like, what? Like, why are you making all of these really, really poor business decisions? So like, apparently like this is kind of his thing. His whole thing is making, like making acquisitions and like running his business based off of like money he essentially does not have. Yikes. So actually the writing was kind of on the wall uh, since 2016 about this.
0: So I am gonna add, you are correct deborah is ron's daughter interesting and i just googled her name and there's yeah there's a bunch of news about like
1: money and all of it so yeah maybe the writing was on the wall so here's what this new york times story says when the pandemic hit and Revlon's share price fell from 24 dollars to five dollars the banks closed in and he began divesting uh, He sold, Um. I don't know what this is. I feel really dumb. Do you know what a Miro and a Matisse is? Oh, off like went. artist paintings. He sold like paintings. Wow. Okay. That's my dumb bitchness <laughs> nice. coming out. Off comes a Miro, off went a Miro and a Matisse, which sold for a combined $39 million, as well as a Giacometti, sculpture okay so he's an art collector Yep, that sold in a private sale where the minimum bid was $90 million. A Second Hamptons estate, which was owned by Mr. Perelman and occupied by his second wife, Claudia Cohen, until her death in 2007, went on the market for $115 million. Though the amount he or the banks, depending on who you ask, will receive it for in an upcoming deal, according to people with knowledge of it, is closer to $80 million. So, like, not getting what he actually should have gotten for it. Far less than what it's worth. <laughs> so there was an article in 2018
0: that announced that Deborah and Ron would be donating $65 million to Princeton University. And then apparently, in according to the New York Post, in August, Princeton University yanked the naming rights to a student dorm when Perelman failed to deliver a promised gift to the university. The previous year, Perelman put up his yacht and jet for sale at a deep discount, according to Bloomberg report.
1: This is money is not real. I'm here to tell y'all a a hard truth. Money is not real. This is like succession. This is is like Elizabeth Holmes shit. This is literally like Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah. At that point. was able to get $800 million from people off of a device that didn't even effing work that she didn't even have to prove actually worked. And got that much money from people. And like those companies are still thriving. The companies and people that donated that money are still doing okay. How does this make sense? This man is literally like in a, what's it called? A fire sale. Just like selling all of these uh you know paintings alc- and yachts and paintings and sculptures and a yacht oh yeah I'm reading that too that he, that for the Princeton University <laughs> thing didn't work oh no shit because guess what when was that 2018 whenever he yeah okay guess what in 2016 he'd already acquired three billion dollars in debt by acquiring Elizabeth Arden like this man is known for this um I mean one of the quotes in here is like we're all complicated we're all crazy <laughs> okay oh, wow. I agree Okay, nuts. so then is the this t- is TLDR of it is that,
0: like, it's not that Revlon is struggling. It's that they are just so in debt.
1: When I mentioned this on my Instagram, people were like, oh, I love Revlon. And I was kind of like, LOL, because for me, I don't think Revlon, in terms of, like, these legacy brands really holds a candle to, like, the L'Oreal's or, like, the Estee Lauder's, right? Like, like those brands are doing more relevant things right now than mm-hmm. Revlon is. Although, you know, Revlon has that one-step hairdryer that everybody loves, and there totally. was that, like, volcanic whatever roller that helped with mattifying the face that was really interesting. Yeah, and I think, like, a lot of people who have used Revlon products
0: growing up or, you know their mothers use it, like, there are probably a few products that they still maybe buy when they're at the drugstore, perhaps.
1: Yes, yes. And, like, I'm literally, you bought me an, like, old-timey photo, like, advertisement of Revlon. It was, like, the first brush-on mascara. Like, they're obviously a legacy brand, and that deserves to be applauded. But I think you're right. I think, like, they are performing, but they can't outperform the debt this man (laughs) keeps acquiring. Oh, my gosh. Do you think maybe they'll sell? Well, I guess they're
0: filing for bankruptcy. I don't know how it all works.
1: But, like, does anybody want to acquire a brand that has over $3 billion in debt? Like, but then you said you saw something in Financial Times that's like, oh, there was an accounting error.
0: Yes, there was an accounting error. so, I don't have a subscription to the Financial Times, so I'm literally just reading the headline. But it says Revlon bankruptcy complicated by city's $900 million error. Data entry mistake in 2020 leads to infighting among creditors of indebted U.S. cosmetics group. Sounds like a mess. This is a proper
1: mess. <laughs> this is Messica Simpson. Okay. <laughs> I need to know from our GLAM Julinos because we've had some amazing people like call and text the hotline that I would love to hear that like know way better way yes than but like you you weren't like I need you to just call the hotline and tell us your thoughts like don't be like call me back because remember we can't do that (laughs) call call the hotline and tell us like why do you think this is happening do you even if you're not informed do you just freaking love Revlon like are you a Revlon stan call the hotline and tell us why tell us what products that you buy religiously that you think are better than anything else on the market we want to know we want to hear from the people because I'm gonna be honest I have not used a Revlon product in a hot minute I do love their eyelash curlers but like I have not like actively like when I go to Target And I buy stuff because I do still go to Target and I still peruse all of the beauty aisles. And then I buy a bunch of shit that I definitely don't need, but I'm obsessed with. But I never reach for Revlon. I never reach for it. So I need to know what's up. I I haven't either.
0: Maybe. Oh, they had that cute little oil absorbing roller. That's what I'm saying. They
1: had that one. Remember? Oh, sorry. I was like
0: Yes, that was cute. And then, of course, like you mentioned, the... One step hair dryer. But no, everything else I else I have not um touched in a very long
1: time. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, Sarah. I might have more information about the accident with Citigroup. It says uh... Oh breaking news. <laughs> you guys are like it's like you guys are here with us as we research this. We're doing it live. It says that okay, so there was a suit that happened. When things went even further south, Revlon in twenty nineteen and twenty twenty worked out deals with a subset of lenders to obtain one billion more uh, dollars more, this time serving up the company's intellectual properties collateral which is the corporate equivalent of getting a mortgage on your house. And then when you cannot make the payments, going back and getting a mortgage for the land underneath a number of the lenders who did not provide additional capital revolted. They filed a fraudulent conveyance suit against Revlon and Citigroup, accusing them of quote unquote theft. Mr. Perelman said the suit was without merit and its evidence notice that noted that it was dismissed. It was though not for reasons having anything to do with its central allegations. In August, 2020, Administrators for Citigroup accidentally wired Revlon creditors. <laughs> oh <laughs> accidentally wired Revlon creditors the entire remaining balance on the 2016 loan. The wrong box got checked, and out went 893 million dollars. Was when- that person fired? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> when Citigroup's efforts to retrieve the money failed. No need existed for the lenders to continue their own lawsuit against Citigroup. Okay, so that's, like, why the lawsuit was dropped. Because they received their money, essentially. The lawsuit was withdrawn solely because Citibank paid off the loans and not because the allegations were anything other than meritorious. Wow, All this right. is so wild. again, money is not real. No, that's I what I'm saying. Can somebody, money. like, accidentally wire me $893 million? That would be fabulous. <laughs> I would love that. And I would not feel bad about it. Capitalism, <laughs> no, baby. At,
0: yep. Over wow. It.
1: Okay. Anyways, Please. y'all have to read this story. It's actually insane. Maybe we should write a TV series about this. It's completely batshit. I was gonna say. We d- we mean, totally can should. Can you do a TikTok recap? Yeah. Green screen? Like, screen? This, is, this man has lost his marbles. I wonder where he is, what he's doing. Do you think he's like about to flee? I don't know, but he literally is telling the New York Times that he wants to be active working until he's 120. Mm. Sir, I don't understand. Succession. It's like, you already have a ton of money. Just go into hiding and like, make, like live a life that you want to live in Spain or something. Like, go like, hang out. Drink some drinks. (laughs) Be chill. (laughs) Anyways, go read the story. It's called The, I'm like scrolling, The Debt King ron perelman seemed to have everything until the bill arrived this is literally anna delvey (laughs) this is elizabeth holmes this is like scammer of the century sorry to anybody that may know this man or like work at revlon if you work at revlon and you want to go undercover call the hotline well oh my god change your voice we'll use an odd voice decoder (laughs) yeah it can be like um what is it what's
0: i'm blanking The anonymous celebrity Instagram account where people like Oh Dumois. Dumois. It's like Dumois. Tell us. We won't expose your name. Give us the T E A. Wow. Wow. What a show. We got skincare and scandal.
1: (laughs) Skincare and scandal.
0: (laughs) Thank you everyone
1: for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we
0: recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts, I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms.
1: And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group.